And if any man sin, thank God we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He's up there to defend me. And he's been kept busy since I've been in this world defending me. And I have a notion he's been pretty busy with you too, my friend. Don't think he's up there sitting idly by. He's our defender, our advocate. Why? Because the devil is a slanderer. He's a liar from the beginning. And that's where the lies today begin. All the gossip that goes on in some of our churches today. Where does it originate? In the pit of hell, friends. And that's the last place that anything that's in the church, it ought not to be shipped in from down there. Now, will you notice he's also called Satan. That means adversary. He's the awful adversary of God and every one of God's children. God's children today in the church. He's our adversary. And we're told, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. That's 1 Peter 5, 8. Now, I've read to you several letters recently, and I did it purposely, of people who have been delivered out of cults and isms through the study of the Word of God. And I've had any number of people that have told me personally of how they were trapped. In fact, I have a letter here which I have not shared, a man, he apologizes. He said, I was in a cult, and I wrote you the letter I did, and it was a mean one, to try to trap you, try to trick you. And I thought I was right, and you were wrong. And he said, when I began to study the Word of God, why, he said, I didn't realize how Satan had me trapped. He's got a lot of folks trapped today, even church members. We need to recognize that he is our enemy. But that doesn't mean let's go overboard just dwelling on Satan and demons today. There's too much of that. We need to recognize them and that there's a manifestation uh, fresh and anew that was not a generation ago. But it's certainly true today. Let's keep our eye on Jesus Christ, please, friends, for that's your place of deliverance. He's up there to help you, you know. And he says, he that deceiveth the whole inhabited world. Satan, during the great tribulation, will be able to totally deceive man. But today only partially. And Satan deceives man relative to God and of the Word of God. You remember, he had Eve to distrust God. Has God said, you shouldn't eat of that tree? You just can't trust him, can you? That was the thought. And then Satan deceives man relative to man. He makes him out better than he is, yet Satan despises us. And yet he builds us up. We could become gods. How wonderful it would be. And then Satan deceives man relative to the world, the flesh, and the devil. You see, you and I think we're big enough to overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil. And we're not big enough to overcome any one of them. The world is too big for us, and it will certainly draw you away from him. And Satan deceives the world relative to the gospel. He doesn't mind men going to church or even joining a dozen churches, but he doesn't want him to be saved. 
the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. That's 2 Corinthians 4, 4. Now, Satan is to be dreaded as a lion. He's more to be dreaded as a serpent. And he's most to be dreaded as an angel of light. That's where he traps multitudes today. 